Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Squirrel Friends. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! We're the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. We're here to talk about all things Drag Race. I'm Alec Mappa, and please welcome to our fine program, the queen of show business, the queen of all things, America's sister, Lottie Love. I miss you, pumpkin. I miss you too. Did you have a happy holiday? I had a wonderful, restful season. And did you get any good gifts? I did. My husband got me a weekend stay in Joshua Tree. And so I opened it up and it was an Airbnb and there were pictures of it and everything. And I was like, you're coming with me, right? (laughs) He goes, no, I'm sending you out to the desert by yourself. Yeah, I got that weekend stay and I got some clothes and some cute stuff. And my kid really made out like a bandit. He got that one wheel skateboard. Yes. Terrifying. I yeah, mean, yeah. you you did good. Yeah. You did good this yeah. year. With him. Is he okay? Did he break anything? He's so excited. He's so excited. <laughs> He's wiped out twice already on it, but just surface wounds. My kid is so sturdy. I'm not worried about him. <laughs> I'm so happy. What, what did you, did Did he get you anything romantic, your boyfriend? He got me a guitar, James, my boyfriend. Do you play? No, so I'm going to learn how to play. Oh, that's exciting. Because I said I wanted to do something different, so he got me everything. He got me the books, he got me a guitar stand, he got me everything, and it's a beautiful, it's like a black wooden guitar. I don't Ooh. know the name of it, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll remember You're going to be like her, you're going to be like H-E-R, <laughs> Lonnie. Oh my gosh, that's going to be so I'm cool. I'm trying to do something different in 2023. I'm trying to, you know... Expand my horizons. Wow. So, musical. Wow. You know, so I'm okay. excited about that. I'm excited about 23. And I also got a paint set. Because I'm taking. Set. Yeah. I, I actually used to paint back in the day. I used to do a lot of stuff in the back in the day. But yeah. So I'm getting my Bob Ross on. So You're I'm a Renaissance woman. No, that's right. That's darling. really exciting. Yes. But we want to wish all our squirrel friends a happy new year. And it's a really happy new year because season 15 has finally dropped. Season <gasps> 15 is here along with 2023. And we're here to talk about all the new queens. There's 16 this season, Lonnie. And wow, we have that's a lot of queens. Uh, there's a lot of queens, a lot to get through. So should we start? Well, you got to give them the spoiler warning. Okay, spoiler warning. We've seen this episode, and we're going to talk about it, and there will be spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, watch it, and then get back to us. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. This is your safe space. This is the fabulous home of all the Squirrel Friends. And if you're a returning listener... Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Welcome, welcome. Okay, so we got that all out the way because I'm excited to get into this new season. Mm -hmm. So, ready, set, slay. We're going to get into this episode. We are going to go over not one, but two rounds of workroom entrances. Mm -hmm. Talk about the prizes for this season. We're going to do two rounds of mini challenge photo shoots, which are the classic iconic photo shoots. So that's going to be exciting. Uh And then we're going to get into the drama that is already starting because you've got 16 queens. And with 16 queens, you're going to have shade and drama. Right? It's like an experiment in terror. (laughs) 
<laughs> really quick, in keeping with the theme of season 15, we have a new segment called Season 15 Seconds to Say. Ooh. Season 15 Seconds to Say, where Lonnie and I have 15 seconds to race and say all of our most important thoughts and takes on a topic given to us by our producers. Oh, Lord. Maybe we should have said more time. Okay, but it's season 15, and that means 15 seconds, so here we go. Okay, I'm going to time you, so. Okay. Okay, here we okay. go. Today, okay. we have 15 seconds to say what we are looking forward to the most with this new season of Drag Race on MTV. So, Alec, you're up first. Ready, set, say. I'm looking forward to seeing who is the best entertainer this season. Ah, uh, this is not a look competition, although looks help. Uh, I, I, I am looking forward to see who brings the best looks this season because that's also part of the talent. Um, and I, I, I want to see looks, 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 brand new looks. Okay. Talent that was looks. 15 seconds. Okay. Okay, there you. We. I'm going to time myself. Okay, ready? Set, uh-huh. say. I am ready for the comedy. I'm ready for the shade. I'm ready for our brand new judge, T.S. Madison, the new rotating judge. So this is going to be a great season. Plus, because it's 16 seasons, we have a set of twins. I'm ready to see them as well. It's going to be great. Oh, that's it. Oh, 15. Like okay, seconds. all right. There's so much to uncover there. School friends, send us your hot topics for... 15 seconds to say. DM or message us your ideas. Alec Mappa on Instagram at Alec Mappa <laughs> or at Comic Lottie Love on Instagram and Lottie Love on Twitter at Lottie Love. You can tell it's a new year. You it's can tell because we're just, just. What is wrong with me? We've had rest. I had we've too had many rest. gummies yesterday. I've been taking the gummies <laughs> to go to sleep and I think that I have the equivalent of a hangover where I'm still a little gummy. The next day. <laughs> you know what we're going to do, Allie? We're going to let you take a little break. Okay. And then we're going to reset. We're going to come back. We're going to start off in our workroom. We'll be right back. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, and we're back. You know, the entrances, I think, are becoming my favorite part of the season. You, because really? it's just like you get to see everybody right away, and it's where people have a chance to be memorable. Yes, yes. And they always start off with that line. That you know, opening that, line. That opening line. So what would your line be? Your line would be, where's the brown liquor? <laughs> you, no, or where's the bacon, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off with the first one, Irene Dubois. Irene Dubois entered in this feathered Fantasia number, and she sneezed, and she said, okay, somebody's wearing cheap perfume. Oh, wait, it's me. Uh, She is a Seattle queen. She seems very competitive, and her drag sister is Bosco from last season. Remember Bosco? Yes. Yes. I love that. And so that shows me that she has some experience yes and she's a seattle queen she kind of came in kind of funky and arty she has these super long nails and these long kind of gremlin ears and this oh she came ready yeah she came with this whole new fantasy so that's really exciting who was next Uh, next up is lux noir london her opening line is gag them a bit for (laughs) sure i loved her look she looked she reminded me of um, naomi campbell yes that's who i thought she had the long long hair 
hair. She's a New Jersey girl. She's wearing a black and white pantsuit that has this jagged cutout that goes down the side of her torso and down the right leg. She looks very beautiful. Now, she had the long hair, and the thing is, is that her and Irene, since they were the first in, Irene looked at her and said, oh, here she is with this 20-inch hair, but Lux is saying it's 40-inch hair. And so they got to kind of like uh, they already got into a pissing started. contest over the hair. <laughs> now, okay, now explain to us the politics of the twenty inch versus the forty inch. Is that because T. S. Madison talks about this all the time in her videos? Is it twenty inches? If it's not twenty mm-hmm. inches, so is twenty inches like the the point of contention here that that's the standard? Well, it's for how long a weave should be. D- no, 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 no. Actually. If you want it conservative, mm-hmm. you you do a bob. Okay. If you want a, a little bit longer, then you go 18. Mm. 20 is really kind of short. So I was kind of agreeing with Irene okay. that it was like, it, it was that short. was like was 20. Yeah. Because okay. it was like 40 goes over the butt. Uh, so. Yeah. So if you're going to make an so. entrance look and you want a long hair, you got to go with the 40. Do you have a 40? Oh, I have a 50. Oh, shoot. So that's like yeah, share I have a 50. from the 70s. And, and it's not 50 like... And you'll see what I'm talking about as we get into this okay. episode. I've seen you in the long hair. You're gorgeous in the long hair. Oh, thank yeah, you. And yeah. it makes you look younger, too. So, oh. But next up, we have... Aura Mayari, a Filipino girl. Look at your sister. She's so cute. She came in in all black, kind of a pleather fantasy yeah. with pleather boots and blonde hair. Which actually looks good in her skin. If yes. you're an Asian girl, you want to go honey blonde. You don't want to go too yellow or, or too brassy because then you, it just it doesn't look good. It does not look I good. I immediately loved her look. Yeah. I loved the personality. Mm-hmm. Has a few muscles too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You know, She's I like that. Very good looking. Next up, we have a New York queen named Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. And she's kind of fashioned herself after Marsha Brady. She came out in this kind of like Cher Horowitz, clueless kind of Chanel suit. (laughs) Very cute. And then had a a band-aid on her nose. Because if you remember, (laughs) mom doesn't want us playing ball in the house. And then Marsha gets hit with that football in the nose. So funny. That's the funniest episode. Because if you remember that episode, the nose that they put on the actress playing Marsha was so gigantic and so unrealistic. It's like she got hit in the face with a football and then she has a nose like a doorknob. Hilarious. I'm just like, okay, are we going to have this character the whole... Okay, so you're thinking it's cute as an idea, <laughs> but is this going to last the whole season? Exactly. All right. So that's that's my concern, but we'll see. This is tricky because they, you have just this time to let everybody know who you are. Exactly. You know, in your entrance. Exactly. And it can be done. Yeah. It can be done. Okay, we'll see. If I came out as Patti LaBelle the whole time, would you? Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Next up, we have Anitra, who is a Vegas queen. She came out in kind of a bathing cap with all spikes, and she has this short mini skirt with a yellow kind of pleather belt and a black and yellow ensemble. She looks like a showgirl from Vegas. Like, she's ready to do some high, high kicks. And she said that she's a stunt queen, mm-hmm. that she's going to do splits, yeah. cartwheels. I am so excited for Anitra because this is what I'm looking for. Something that is like that action. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. I know. mean, this show, first and foremost, is for entertainers. Yes. Next up, Malaysia Baby Doll Fox came out in an orange kind of fox outfit. <laughs> And what does the fox say? And she had a kind of like a, a fur. She was an orange fox with a white breastplate. 
that was made out of yes. marabou and everything with an orange wig. She's lovely. She's a big girl. Yes. And where's she from? Miami. She is a Miami queen. And apparently she's the first queen to come out of Miami. If you're on the Instagrams, there's a lot of South Beach drag that they post, mm-hmm. you know, and the drag brunches in Miami take place outside in broad daylight. So there's some great performances there. So Miami, oh. they put a lot of emphasis on performance. There's a lot of showgirls. Yeah. So you have to be an entertainer. This one is a makeup artist and has yes. worked on City Girls, who I love. She worked with a lot of people. Yeah, she yeah. worked with rappers Trina. And so this is like really good because a lot of times she was explaining how she can do everybody else, but now this is her time to shine. Right, right. So I cannot wait to see yeah. what she comes up with because right. this is like, oh, amazing for her. Up next, we have Princess Poppy. Princess Poppy came out kind of looking like with a twister tutu. It was like an artist palette, but it looked like those those red, yellow, green spots on twister. And it's a very short tutu with a platinum blonde wig. This wasn't a life-changing look, but she looked pretty. She kind of reminded me of Lady Camden. Yeah, and she went viral, she says, for saying called I'm homophobic. Homophobic. Yeah. That's what it was a, a viral right. sensation. See, you know what? I'm not up with the kids. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm still not on TikTok. I'm still I'm still off of Twitter. And so I'm old, the only social media I have is Instagram. But this is the thing about this season, Alec, which you're gonna see. Okay. It's going to be the TikTok social media kids versus the old head kids. So we're gonna get into All that right. too. Yeah, I have well some thoughts season. on that. Yeah, I know. Yes. You d- I was thinking, yeah. I was like, whoa, yeah. wait till he sees yeah. this. But next we had Sasha Kobe, who is our oldest queen. Yes. And she was revered. When they saw yeah. her, they lost yeah. it. Everybody they knows Sasha. It. She is Carrie Kobe's mother. She is a trans woman. And she has been in the game for a minute. I mean, her looks mm. and her performances are flawless. This is a queen who is experienced. And this is my issue with the TikTok queens, Lonnie Love. Uh-oh. If, okay, so, okay, you're a stand-up comic, you've put in the time, you've gone to the clubs, you've done the shit gigs where you didn't get any money, you've put in the yeah. hours. Well, how would you feel if you were on a show with somebody's like, oh, I've never actually performed on the clubs, I've just been a TikTok comic? Well, let me tell you something, Alec, because you know I've been through that. Yes. You can't hate on what's there. <laughs> All you can do... Because if, if I was, you know, if, if the roles was reversed uh, and I get an opportunity, yeah. I would do it. But the thing is, is that what I do when it comes to comedy, yes. we're dealing with the TikToks and the social media and clubs actually would book these people yes. and then they get them up there and they only got five minutes of material. I know. So that's going to be the thing is like, you have to show me what you can do past a 15 second TikTok. And that's the thing. We'll experience... I believe in this season will experience show that it pays off or can these young TikTokers and social media people, can they learn quickly, understand the game and do it? That's why you got to watch this season because it's really experience. Yeah, because there are social media queens that have done well. I mean, yes. Kim Chi was a big social media thing for her makeup, but mm-hmm. she turned out to be a formidable queen. Cheddar Gorgeous was a huge Instagram star who was just one of the finalists on UK Drag Race. So we'll see. Yeah, we will definitely see. We will see. definitely see. Next queen to come out, thought pretty sure it was going to be Vivacious with Ornacia. Right. Because that right. dress came out. She even did the the zipper thing, kind of like, what's happening? Remember when Ornacia, right. mother has arrived? But she unzips... 
the costume and who's underneath Lonnie Love? Ariana Grande. She's so cute. She's so cute. She's so cute. Have you met her? You've met everybody. You've met Ariana. I've met Ariana. I've met her brother, I've met Frankie. Frankie. I worked with Frankie. He oh, was very Oh, shout lovely. out to Frankie. Yeah. And it was just so nice to see her. This is, I think it's been like five or six seasons yeah. since Ariana has been back on Drag Race. Mm-hmm. So to see her, to come in the workroom. And you know what I love? I love her transparency because she said that the first time she did Drag Race, and I can relate to mm-hmm. this, she said she was, well, I can't relate to because I'm not a singer, mm-hmm. but she said she had just came the night before doing the Bang Bang video. Yes. And so when she was at the judges table, she really wasn't as present as she should have oh, been. she was exhausted. And she was tired. Mm-hmm. She was exhausted. Mm-hmm. So this time, through experience... Mm-hmm. She is now like into it. She understands mm. it a lot more. She appreciates it a lot more. And so I think the Queens really appreciated her taking the time to come into the work yeah. room. And with that being done, then here comes finally Mama Rue with this wonderful outfit. Can you? Oh, okay. Love, well, uh, Mama Rue is in one of his uh, signature suits. This one is kind of like what kind? What would you call this green? It's a, a bright pistachio green with yes. a black underdressing, a black shirt underneath, and is wearing black high heeled boots to and make red him bottoms. even taller. And mm-hmm. you can tell that he really likes and respects Ariana Grande because oh. she is has a real appreciation for this art form. And is yes. so excited to be here. And I love how whenever Rue makes the first entrance on the first episode, everybody kind of goes bananas of the thing of just <laughs> like seeing RuPaul in person for the very first right. time. And I know from experience, I'm always taken aback by seeing RuPaul in person because they're an alien. Because it's like <laughs> you've never seen anybody that tall, right. that skinny. And then when she's dressed up as RuPaul, it's unbelievable. Well, and also, you know, in this competition behind the scenes, you don't see RuPaul until that moment. Yeah. They're not hanging out backstage or talking no, to each no. other. He yeah. doesn't come and greet you beforehand nope. and all this other kind of stuff. It's like, no. So that is a true reaction. What you're seeing, the queens, when they first see him, that's the first time yeah. they see yeah. RuPaul. Just because I remember doing Celebrity Drag Race. I lost it when I'm like, and I know him. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's you. It's, I, I can't believe it. And on the finales, when Rue comes out dressed as RuPaul, and the place goes nuts, and he's just standing there, and I don't know how he does it. He just really kind of, he's channeling some other deity. But we have so much more to go through. That's the entrance looks for all the first ones. And well, first of all, he came through with his with his suit looking great, Mm -hmm. but he also talked about this is season fifteen. The prizes are super sized, shall I say? Okay, my God. $200,000. $200,000. $200,000. $200,000. It, start, <gasps> it started at $20,000 and now it's at $200,000. I Really? Honestly, yeah. Originally, it may even have been the first season $10,000. Like that's how low budge the show was. The first season wow. was filmed in the basement of World of Wonder. And now it's in this huge studio. $200,000. Powered by Cash App. I should say that. Okay. And it's a one year supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills Cosmetics. Oh, wow. And you're crowned America's next drag superstar. So those are the prizes this year. $200,000 is on the line. Plus they up the mini challenge money as well. Okay. So it's a great season. 
it's going to be a really good season. So the mini challenge is, what are you, are you getting like $100,000 for like winning a lip sync? I, I... No, you get uh, $2,500 <laughs> oh, for the wow. mini challenge. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. Now, the first mini challenge is paying tribute to Drag Race's first photo shoot. On the very mm. first season, they had a car and a garden hose, and they need to serve face come hell or high water. So basically, they have to do this kind of white snake car wash video for their <gasps> very first challenge oh. in their entrance drag. Oh, my. So, okay. Okay. Okay, so let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. This is your first time on Drag Race, yep. season 15. Yep. You got the outfit that's going to impress everybody, mm-hmm. and then they're going to wet it they're up. They're going to wet it up. It's kind of like on season, <laughs> the, whatever season, season five, Detox was on. They had everybody uh-huh. jump into a tub of water, dump into a giant fish tank, remember? <gasps> yeah, I saw it that. It was like, and then you had to pose. I think Detox won or something, but it was like, they really kind of like throw you into the deep end, as it were, on the very first time out. I think the first challenge is designed to see, one, who are you? Mm. And how are you going to handle the physical challenges of having water and everything? You know, how much is your charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent going to shine through as you're getting doused with a water hose? So out of the first eight, who did you like the most? Out of the first eight, I think the first one who had the most impact for me with Sasha Colby. Just all the experience she brought with her into the room. Yeah. yeah. And when she twirled that hair. Yeah. And this is the thing. That's good hair. Mm. That's that good that good hair. Oh. Because even though it got wet, you see in the picture, you know, if you watch the whole video, oh. it still had form. It still had shape. It didn't stick to her, like, her face or anything. Oh, she knew what she was doing. Yeah. And she definitely flipped it back. So then you got that perfect shot of her. And then the outfit that she had on that showed that body Yaddy, yaddy. Oh, it was just perfect for that. Yes. Whereas I think Princess Poppy was a little more nervous. She really didn't know what to do. So she started, you know, doing like sexual movements and things yeah. like that. You know, and you can even tell like the look on some of the pit crew's faces like, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, they've um, seen it all. They've seen yeah. it all. <laughs> but it's like even just like their expression, because this is the photographer is just shooting, continuously right, shooting. Right. So you're getting everyone's facial expression. So I think out of all, I think she had the most. I really liked Lux Noir. Yeah. I liked hers with the splits. I thought that she did well. She modeled. She really modeled. Oh, she just yeah. she just did great. Yeah. So, but yeah, for me, Princess Poppy was the most kind of like awkward, like awkward, and yeah, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha seemed to kind of drop out of the challenge at some point, just because kind of overwhelmed. <laughs> Anitra kept on going no matter what. The one with the yellow kind of <laughs> spiky headdress. Yeah, Malaysia baby doll fox in her fox outfit kept going. She seems like an experienced queen. She's not going to let anything stop her. But I agree with you. Sasha Colby was like kind of the most experience and incorporated the boys and see this is to the thing to me is like I could tell right away that Sasha has a lot of live experience and performing with guys on stage and everything she incorporated Mm -hmm. everything around her she was in her element like I said we're gonna see this season what experience versus you know you just came through through. (laughs) what what actually matters so we gotta take a quick little break okay but we'll be right back we'll be right back John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. 
Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Okay, another major part of any premiere episode is the first time in the workroom when everybody takes off their stuff. And you get to see everybody out of drag and they're seeing each other out of drag for the very first time. Very first time. Okay. And they do look different. They do look different. Princess Poppy and Irene say, Marsha, 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 looks the same in and out of drag. (laughs) Aura thinks she's the trade of the season. Now, I don't mind the whole trade of the season thing, but I don't think anybody should call themselves the trade of the season. I think you should leave it to everybody else. Yeah. But that's just me. I agree. I agree. I agree. I mean, I feel weird going, hi, I'm the trade of the season. And people are like, really? Okay. Irene and Lux are still debating, still debating if Lux's wig is 40 inches of human hair or not. I honestly, I don't feel like that's a discussion worth having, but they, they got into it. I guess like, you know, it could be also like that was the one major thing that they argued about and that's what made it to the air. <laughs> yeah, it's like light shade. It's like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so. The group is also wondering if they are stronger or what are they thinking about the two groups? For a split premiere. Right. Yeah. Because they're like, now they're trying to figure out because they know that there's some other girls, right. but they don't know when they're going to come in or what's happening. Yeah. It's like this sense of confusion right now. This is the second time I think they've done a split premiere. They did it with season six they only had half of the queens first and then another half of the queens come up and do two separate things i remember the season that simone won they all had to do lip syncs right away oh yeah yeah i remember that that was that was really switching it up lux said she got negative catty energy from irene irene says being shady is hilarious and wishes others would throw it back irene's the seattle queen and she seemed like she was like ready to kind of throw down with everybody right away yeah and, and it's hard to do that when you don't know people. Yeah. It's if you're family already, then you could tear each other right. apart. But it's right. like when you're first meeting somebody, like you tore me apart immediately because I think you knew that I'm your biggest fan. So it was like, okay, she's family. I'm going to poo in her hand. <laughs> what did I say, Alec? No, but you and I were ourselves with each other right away. You know, the the thing is, is that I always say it's it's a difference between light shade Mm -hmm. and mean shade. Yeah. And if you see that someone is their feelings are getting hurt or you got to read the room. Yeah. Yeah. Read the room. Mm -hmm. Understand what's going on. People, you know, you realize that this is season 15. A lot of people, this was their dream. Yeah. And then for the first thing, even in the in the case of Lux. You know, she came in there with her hair thing, and, she, and then here you come stumping on her dream. It's like, it's like, give her a so chance. It, give her a chance. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, and if you clown, you got to do it in a certain way. Right. And then you ease up. But you also have to know where the clowning is coming from. If it's coming from, like, Bianca Del Rio, I've said this a billion times, offstage, there's not a mean bone in her body. She's like the sweetest person. So the intention is never awful. Right. And some queens either, you know, it's that expression, hurt people hurt people some people come from a really defensive place right away because they're afraid so they have to kind of like i'm gonna puff myself up like a puffer fish and look really spiky and dangerous so that everybody leaves me alone right yeah that's true i felt a little bit of that i think if it's funny shay is great but if it's mean and you see that the person isn't taking it some people can take it some people can't Hmm. you know if you can't didn't leave them alone but you know the mini challenge irene dubois did win she was was declared the winner Mm -hmm. and she won twenty five hundred dollars and um, Lux, of course, is surprised because it's like, <laughs> <laughs> bitch, been talking about me 
So now, you know, for her to win the first yeah. challenge, mm-hmm. and now, you know, she's been shading her. Now she's kind of in her head right, a little bit. Right, right. If you walk in going, I'm queen shit, and then somebody else wins right away, it, I can <sighs> imagine that does a number on your confidence. Kind of like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah perspective so. you gotta put things into perspective Rue reveals for the maxi challenge this week is that they will be headlining the one night only talent extravaganza I have a little bit of info intel on the talent show challenge ooh, um, ooh tell well tell. Ross Matthews came up with this whole thing about sometimes his problem with drag race was you could go through an entire season and not know what a queen does you don't know their talent and you don't know what they're doing in the club. And so the talent competition, Ross thought, was a great way for us to see everybody's talent right away. To kind of see mm. them in action. And also Smart. the talent competition shows us who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, are you a looks queen? Are you a stunt queen? Are you a comedy queen? I mean, Willow right. Pill came out last year and ate spaghetti and got into a tub and threw it a toaster and just blew everybody's mind because it was so weird and so out there. Right. It's kind of like this is everybody's chance to kind of really show who you are. So they have the one night only talent extravaganza. They have to work together for the opening number and choreograph as a group. Now, year after year, there's always a leadership position with this. I would be like, who wants to choreograph? Let's pick one person. That's it. It, it, it always turns into too many cooks. No, because everybody wants to shine, Alec. Everybody wants to shine. Right. It's like, on this podcast, I'm like, you know what, Alec, you lead. I'm just going to sit here and drink the water and, 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 look, and look at the show. That's how I feel about you. This is our show. It's both Ooh. of us are sitting back going, you do it. No, you do <laughs> it. No, you do it. <laughs> and then the producer's like, we're doing we're it. We're doing no, it. No, this is the thing. Is that you are 100% right. Mm -hmm. It's like if they were smart, but I think that because this is a competition and everybody gets in their head that they got to shine. You know what? You're going to shine. But when you're talking about choreo and dancing and moves and being able to put stuff together, whoever is the best person that has the most experience that can do it. And if they want to do it, let them do it. Let them do it. I mean, I, I would only stop if somebody started the choreography and it was like they had us doing Roger Rabbit, something really stupid. And then I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Let's see what the other choreographer has to bring. But basically, Aura and Marsha, Marsha, Marsha get into the first kind of argument. And yes. it's clear that a number of minutes are passing by with them just standing around arguing who's going to do what. Let me tell you something. When I was doing Celebrity Drag yes. Race, we had one day to learn the choreography. Okay. And it's not easy. If you're not a dancer. And they tape it, right? They tape the number for you to look at on your phone or computer so you could practice at home. Yeah, but it tape with you doing it. So if you're already making mistakes, uh, you're going to keep making the mistakes. It takes me <laughs> a long thing. time to learn choreography. About how long? Okay. Like, so um, my friend, I, wa- I was on a cruise ship and I was performing when Single Ladies came out in, what was that? Ooh. 2010, 2009. And I did it on a cruise ship as my opening number. And it took me a week to learn. It took me a week to learn. I'm still trying to learn single ladies. It's really, really hard. Um, (laughs) So I did that. But it took me, I was like, Jesus, like professional dancers can like look at something and go, I got it. And they're ready to go because that's what they do for a living. So while this is going on, while they're arguing over the choreography, another round of queens comes through the workroom. 
while they're on stage. Oh, they're getting good this yep. season. They like yep. we're gonna clean up that workroom. Right. We're gonna make it all nice and fresh yep. and you know yep. wipe it down. A whole other group is coming out and mm. the very first one is an LA queen named Selena S. Titties. <laughs> I love that. I love I, that. I love that STD sounds like STDs. That's very, very funny. She <laughs> describes herself as a LA chola queen, kind of a Latino yeah. queen. And she does come out and bring the street. She has like a floor length kind of pink glitter plaid shirt that she uses as mm-hmm. a cape because plaid is a very part of the Latino look in LA. And she has like a tattooed torso, a man's torso, but with tits underneath. And kind of like, you know how a lot of the Latino kids in my neighborhood wear the Dickies kind of pants? She has like a skirt version of that. So she's bringing street fashion to this. What I like about her is she's loud, she's proud, she's big, she's bold. I get excited when I saw her because it's like, and she's got this energy about her that's like, okay, now it's on. Because I like the first set of girls, but it was getting kind of sleepy. So the beauty of it, because I don't know how they divided, how they decided to divide them. It's the personality thing. It's kind of like, and you see this in the clubs, you know, when a comic gets up to the mic, Like when you first start doing open mics, you're only given like two minutes, which doesn't seem like a long time. It's a long time. Especially if you're not funny. Especially if you're not funny. (laughs) So you have to hit it right away. What I like about this girl is all of a sudden I saw her personality. I got it. I was like, okay, I know who you are. You automatically knew. Yeah. Yeah. Up next was Amethyst. Yes. The first viral TikTok queen on Drag Race and the first Connecticut queen. Okay. Yes, she, she's tried to claim really? that. But, yeah, yeah. But she's the first TikTok queen, viral Okay, the TikTok first viral queen. TikTok queen. She came out in kind of an opal essence, kind of like that, that metallic kind of gaga skirt that turns different colors under the light with a long blonde wig and a matching kind of bra, halter bra, and pink boots, and these kind of wraparound ribbons, straps that went up her stocking legs. Again, the biggest challenge of this is making this new. Right. You know, I may not have agreed 100% with Selena S. Titty's look, but I've n- I haven't seen it before, and so I loved it. This, I feel like I, you know, whatever. Yeah. I want to see what she's going to bring to the table, but as far as this look goes, I've seen stuff like this on Drag Race before. I felt like she bought it off of Claire's somewhere, you know. Oh, really? Like, I just, oh, wow. it wasn't, it doesn't seem like it's custom. It just seems like, you know, like anybody yeah. can, you know what I mean? There was nothing original okay. about it. That's what here's, I'm Here's the thing. If we worked in an office all year and this was worn to the office Christmas party you'd be like oh my god you look amazing but we're talking about 15 seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race so the bar set pretty high no the trick is to be memorable up next is Jax who is also another Connecticut queen. She looks to be a biracial queen. She's really cute. Yes. She as a professional cheerleader. Athletic. So she's a gymnast. Athletic. She says she's the Simone Biles of drag. All right. I like the yeah. sound of that. She's really, really cute. She looks to be petite. She came out in kind of like a dark sage green glitter cheerleader outfit with red, red hair and kind of a different shoe. It was like a platform boot. I'm noticing this heel a lot. Trend alert. 
uh, people are wearing a chunkier heel this season in- yes. instead of coming out in the stiletto boots, which they normally do. Yeah, and it's more like a gym shoe type, mm-hmm. like a sneaker type, but it's the rubber heel. Right. And you can, I think you can move in it a lot better, but I liked her look, and then she cut down, you know, Amethyst with the first Connecticut queen because then next... You have Lucy LaDuca, who came out. Lucy LaDuca. She looks like a girl who's hosting drag brunch. Like when you go to that (laughs) drag brunch and there's a girl in charge who's the MC because she's funny. Yeah, so she has this big lady bunny kind of blonde wig and this flower pattern, almost kind of like Golden Girls, (laughs) kind of 90s pattern that goes into like a peplum skirt, kind of flounce skirt. And then she has these matching, almost like leg warmers, but they're really tight to the skin, and a platform yeah. pink shoe. She looks like she's ready to entertain. Again, <laughs> it's not a it's not a look I've never seen before, but it shows me who she is. Like I was like, right. okay, she's an entertainer, and she's and gonna, it's some effort because yeah. you got this shirt with the matching leg warmers. Yeah, you know, it's just it's like it's yes. something there. Yeah, it's a drag oh. version of like somebody shopping in a mall. It's it's so exaggerated. <laughs> the hair is really big. I got a big kick out of Lucy Laduca. It's very cute. Campy. Yes. Up next, we have Mistress Isabel Brooks. She's a big girl. She's from Houston, Texas. I have yes. seen this queen perform. Oh, really? In Houston, Texas. And let me tell you, this is the thing that impressed me about her the most. She did, I'm not kidding, Lonnie, 35 minutes of crowd work. Just talking to the audience, just going through the audience and introducing she has people. A personality. And she had that personality. What she did was she asked somebody their question at the beginning of her crowd work, came back to that person 20 minutes later, remembered their name, remembered <gasps> who they were. Like, she's a great entertainer. She's a big girl. She came out in a kind of a, a giant lingerie outfit with a blonde mane of hair on top with an auburn hair on the bottom, it's completely proportionized in the way that Eureka O'Hara does things. Like she right. knows her shape. She's a big girl, but she's dressed it flawlessly. And you know what? This is something that's different. Yeah. The hair makes the outfit yes. different. Then the outfit is different. It looks custom. Yes. It looks made. It looks like something that you just don't buy off of the street yeah. or whatever. And it's like it took thought yes. into it. And it, this is what drag is. This they is did what get kind of sassy about her kitten heels. She had a very low heel. Which they is were talking that, about but it. But here's the thing I love about drag is she's a big girl but she's like, mm-hmm. fuck you, I'm sexy. Exactly. Like, I'm going to come out in lingerie. I'm going to come out in a nude illusion. She has lace on her legs so you can see the flesh through her legs and through her bodice and through the cleavage. They and, call yeah. it a biscuit heel. Yeah, biscuit <laughs> heel. She's, she is in a biscuit heel. But I like that, that that is the thing that drag queens can do. It's kind of like, I'm going to upset the apple cart of perception because you don't expect a big girl to be sexy. And let me tell you yeah. something. As a big girl myself, sometimes you don't want to hurt yourself. You can't get up in those stilettos. <laughs> you can't put that 340 on a stiletto. What's the okay? highest heel you have? The highest I have? Mm-hmm. Uh, four inches. Okay. I haven't seen you in a high high. You're always in a wedge. Even if you're in those like stylish sneakers, you're in a wedge. I'm in a wedge. I'm in a sneaker. Yeah. But you got to understand too, back in the day, I would wear a stiletto. Mm. But now, you got your knees. You got that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I wore stilettos for the family equality. You can see me on my Instagram. I, I hosted a family equality I'm with Melissa Peterman. And I'm dressed up as Supergirl. And I was wearing a red stiletto heel. And I my back the next day, I thought I was going to oh die. I was in so you know. much pain. Well, you also got to realize, too, but I will say a part of drag is the shoe. Yeah. Is the heel. And so... 
as a big girl, you got to find a way to, you know, look over that. Yep. You got to find a way to overcome all of that. Right. And that's what's going to make this exciting because she's not going to get in a heel this season. I mm. have that feeling. She's not. She's, she's not. Gonna, it's going to be the biscuit heel season for the mistress. <laughs> it's just Isabella Brooke. But I'm telling you, this girl live, she is, she's fucking fabulous. Next up, okay. we have Robin, Robin Fierce, Fierce, who is a beautiful kind of like realness oh, queen. She gorgeous. came out in this tan pleather outfit, almost like leather pants with brown leather gauntlets on the side and a halter top and realness hair. She had kind of cornrows at the top leading into a big black mane. She looks like it's like she just stepped out of Essence magazine. She's gorgeous. But there is drama. What's Alec? the drama? Because when she came... She looked over at Amethyst and she said, Oh, there's some history here. There's something Something going on. on. Oh my gosh. So there's going to be drama with these two. Like, (laughs) like something took place, but we don't know about it yet. And, but um, there was also visible duct tape under her wig. There was. Yeah. And she got called out by it. Man, um, you know, at this point, it's kind of like, it's the details that count. Yeah. It really yeah. is. At this point, it's, you know how in every season, they're like, we're down to the last four queens. Mm-hmm. You know, so details count. I feel like that starts right away this season. Yeah. Well, because there's so many of them, you know, these queens are trying to win. So the first thing is that they're looking you up and down. So if you say you got 40 inch and it's 20 inch, they're calling you out. If you got tape, they're calling you out. Dang. Glue, they're calling you out. Biscuit heels, they're calling you out. They're calling out whatever they can call out because they're trying to win. It's a competition. Okay. This is not friendly. So last we have. Speaking of calling it out, the gag of the season is this is the very first time we have twins. And we have Sugar Sugar and Spice, Spice. our TikTok superstars. They are very (laughs) cute boys. They do very cute videos. Adorable. But they have not performed live, Lonnie. They've not performed live. They're adorable. So Sugar and Spice are kind of playing off of the light and dark. They're two cute boys from Long Island. Very twinky. They both have abs. One is Sugar, who's kind of like more on the sweet side. And one is Spice, who's more like on the emo goth side. So Sugar came out in kind of like a, what is that? Raspberry colored wig that was teased up into this kind of like uniform hairdo. And she has a striped like good and plenty top. With one sleeve, a little denim skirt, and platform heels, a chunky heel. And so she's kind of like, I'm sugary, I'm cute. Like she's like a um, Britney Spears girl. And the other girl came out looking more like as a combination between Ginger Spice and Scary Spice. With a red and blue stripe, kind of like almost Tommy Hilfiger stripe, of the same top, but without the marabou trimming. A black patent leather skirt black patent leather chunky platform heels and a red spiky look. So they're like two different Bratz dolls, like the sugar one and the spice one. Look, this is my thing on this, okay? This is season 15. You want to try something new. You got to try something different and you want to reach a different generation of people. Yes, yes. This is how you do it. Yes. So I cannot blame them for putting these young queens on. They're going to learn a lot, mm-hmm. but also you can learn a lot from them as well. That's true. So. That's true. I mean, it's really, really easy to poo-poo the young people, but <laughs> this a whole generation, this young generation of kids, they have not... They don't have the baggage that older people have yeah, because they're growing up in a digital age where everything's available to them. They've reached out and there's something about 
If you figured out TikTok and social media, regardless, that's something to figure out. Do you know yes. what I mean? You're a social media queen. You have uh, two million followers. I'm not good at social media. I've never looked at it as like, how do I make this work? I just enjoy it. So I have mm-hmm. 30,000 followers. Yeah, but these two yeah, girls have yeah. really figured out the algorithm and they're, they're people of influence. So, But there's a, a big difference if you're going to go on tour. If you're going to, yeah. you know, they're going to learn a lot because it's not, touring is not a 15 second act. No. So no. that's what we're going to keep understanding and what we're going to see in this competition with them and people are going to be looking out but also just the followers alone that they have that what they're going to bring to drag race is going to be great and so i'm happy about that okay finally we have the real vivacious (laughs) come out come out in the same vivacious classic outfit when you go to world of wonder they have all the ornaceous in the office and you could try them on it's hilarious so she comes out and does make the announcement mother has arrived (laughs) to introduce rupaul rupaul comes out and as usual the queens go bananas i mean they lose it and we're gonna go bananas and talk about round two but i gotta get some water out okay me too let's let's hydrate we'll be right back John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. It's time to do the mini challenge with these girls. The first girls had to do a mini challenge on a car outside while they were getting wet. This time they're doing it on a motorcycle with a wind machine and all sorts of stuff blowing at them. Now this was based on the season two premiere Mm -hmm. photo shoot. Right, right. Which is the wind and the cane. So we have what? Earth, wind and fire. That's what we're doing. That's right. That's right. I mean, whatever they, I mean, if they could have lava, a lava flow in this, they would. Okay, let's go do it. First up is Selena S. Titties, and she comes out, and she hits it right away with that long plaid cape, which I think is hysterical. It kind of reminded me of, like, how people take street culture, like Simone took a do-rag and turned it into Mm -hmm. a train. This was kind Mm -hmm. of like, I'm going to bring you a drag version of the L.A. Latina culture and turning it into a cape, and I absolutely loved it. She posed with Bruno, who's beautiful. He's our Brazilian pit crew member. Really sweet guy. And she looked absolutely beautiful. The one I liked the most, I would say, is Lucy LaDuca. Lucy LaDuca. I really loved, because what happened was that RuPaul put the wind, put the feathers, and Lucy was able to use those feathers, and it came out as a beautiful picture right. where you see the feathers, right. and then her hair is blowing. Yeah, and she looks delighted. She looks like yes. this is like I'm having the best, best time. And I think that's the key to making a great picture. Other people modeled. You know, Sugar was just kind of making faces, kind of like she wasn't having a good time. I felt like she kind of dropped out of the challenge, to be honest. Yeah, like she wasn't yeah. going to make it work. And I think that's. Again, I'm going to be nitpicky with the TikTok girls. <laughs> I think it's because they're used to kind of being in control of right. that 15 seconds. And this one, they're not. But Spice, her sister, 
I felt did a lot different and handled it a lot better because her picture came out a lot better where Mm -hmm. it's like she's on top of the motorcycle and she actually put on a shower cap. She took her wig off. Oh, clever. Okay. But RuPaul was like, okay, because you know RuPaul loves a wig. She loves a wig. Why are you wearing a shower cap? (laughs) It's like, but that's what, you know, Spice wanted to do. Yeah. But Spice made it work and actually the picture didn't come out bad. It's not bad. Um, It wasn't bad. Other queens kind of did standard poses. Amethyst, Jax and Robin Fierce. Yes. Uh, they all looked great, but the challenge is to be memorable, right? Right. 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 So, and not just standard. And yeah. the, and remember, this is the first challenge where you're trying to, you know, set yourself apart. Right. And I think that it, it's it's just a lot. Also, I want to say in the workroom, when we went back to the workroom, mm-hmm. Sugar and Spice were being very chatty. Yes. Yes. And I think that that's how, all right, this is how they talk to each other. I think that's how they talk to each other. They have their own twin language, which just seems to be, you know, self-admittedly word vomit. And and I think, but I think that they were able to read the room and kind of go, okay, cool it. We're kind of being like they pulled back because... You know, it just, they kind of pulled back right away. They kind of saw that a little goes a long way. And that kind of made me like them, that self-awareness. Like if you mm-hmm. come out there and you're talking a mile a minute and you don't read the room, I'm kind of right. like, mm. But you got to remember they're young, they're excited. Yeah. It, in a way, hopefully the older, more experienced queens, you got to learn how to work with the younger ones. Yes. You you can't just be like, oh God, they're annoying. I kept seeing that. I kept yeah. seeing that, the annoyance, the, you know, and it's just like, you kind of. But you know who wasn't annoyed? <laughs> Who's really smart? And and oh. I think this was really, really smart. Mistress from Houston mm. was kind of sizing everybody up. And yes. she's not, she's not dismissing everybody. She's kind of looking at everybody, not with a judgmental eye, but kind of like a sizing up eye of like, what are you bringing to the table? And right. she saw them and says, there's something smart about these two that I have to keep an eye on. Right. Because she knows that she can learn something from them. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing in life is that you can learn something from everybody. Yeah. If they pass the audition. It was something about them that the producers right. and casting saw in them. Right. So they have just as much right to be there as anyone else. Right. And I love that the mistress glued down Sugar's wig before the photo oh, yeah. She said that yeah. your lace was talking to me. And that to me is kind of like, <laughs> one, that comes kind of like a Bianca Del Rio move. It's kind of like, you don't have a waist cincher. I have tons. You can use mine. So as kind of tough. As Mistress Isabella comes across, there's also mm-hmm. like a motherly thing about her that I appreciate. Well, you could tell that she cares. So yeah. Lucy LaDuca was declared the winner of the mini challenge uh, for the photo shoot. She won $2,500. And um, I, I think she deserved that. Yeah. So up next, we had Rue reveal that the maxi challenge for the group. So what happened right. is that we had to go back to the group one that was sitting up there arguing. Mm. About mm. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. No, you do. No, I do. Right? right. And then all of a sudden, Rue brings the other group of girls. And now group number one is like, what? Yeah. And shit <sighs> gets real because Rue says there will be 16 individual performances <laughs> and one of them will go home. For real. I can't wait to talk about it. For real. Yeah. We have to. It's like, Rue has been reading the Twitter comments, people. (laughs) 
or at least the producers. Yes. Okay. And we want to talk about it. it nonstop, but we have to hydrate once more. It's very yes. dry in this room. We'll be right back. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Okay, Lonnie, we do this at the beginning of every season. Any early favorites? What are your favorites and what are the standouts and why? You know, oh my God, it's just so many. It's, it's like a conglomerate. Uh-huh. Like, I need to see more. I need to see more. I think the thing is like, who are you going to remember? after the first walkthrough. And the people mm-hmm. that I remember mm-hmm. are Selena as titties because she's, mm-hmm. you know, she brought her yes. whole personality 300%. Is it too much? Who knows? It remains to be seen. And I love Mistress Isabella with her kind of like experience. And I remember her and Sasha Colby. I remember those twins because they keep talking. <laughs> they still talk. I remember the twins. I'm on the fence about the twins. I want to like them. Yes. I want to like them too. I don't know if I do yet. I don't dislike anybody. I want to like them. And I like Sasha Kobe. Yeah. I like her experience. I like that she is like, even when they were still in the midst of trying to figure out this dance, yeah. she's like, I'm going to let everybody say whatever they're going to say. And then I'll step in. That shows her experience. That's an experience queen. Mm-hmm. That's a queen who's been at the club at like four o'clock in the afternoon to rehearse a number with a bunch of drunks who aren't ready. And she's going to like, it's going to be what it's going to be. Right? Like she's that girl. So I expect her to go really far. I cannot wait for the next episode because I got to figure out, are they going to do this dance? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? So you guys got to tune in. And what's the talent going to be? What is the talent? You know, we want to hear from you. And so you can DM us on our socials, but this is the mission of Squirrel Friends. We want to bring love back into our appreciation of the queens. When you see these queens on social media, if you want to leave a comment, show them love. Especially you've got 16. This is their first time on Drag Race. Mm -hmm. Please show them love. Tell them if you just heard about them through Squirrel Friends, Mm -hmm. say we listened to them on Squirrel Friends. But just show love and show us love. Show Alec love. Please follow (laughs) him. He needs it. He needs more followers on Instagram. (laughs) At Alec Papa on Instagram, you can uh, give Lonnie Love her flowers. In 2023, at Comic Lonnie Love on Instagram and at Lonnie Love on Twitter. You can listen to Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this episode, make sure to rate us and review us. Five stars, please, and tell a friend. Okay, rate us with five stars. Watch all new episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15 every Friday on MTV. And we'll see you next time for an all-new episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. See you soon. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.
John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.